When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Red Men by Taz podcast. I'm Steve Hall here on Wednesday, February 14th. Yes, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you wonderful people out there. We'll share the Red Men love with you. So, yeah, we love you guys. So, happy Valentine's Day to you all. We're going to go through the latest Liverpool news today, and we're going to start with the return of the King. Yes. Mohamed Salah, Liverpool's Egyptian king, Liverpool's top scorer, one of the greatest players to ever don the live bird on his chest, is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, he is back. Jürgen Klopp spoke two weeks ago about Salah, saying if you ask him, he'll be back before the Brentford game. And lo and behold, once again, the king was right and he is back. Yes, Mohamed Salah took part in team training on Tuesday meaning he's more than likely to be available for the trip to Brentford at lunchtime on Saturday. Touchwood provided there are no setbacks there. So we have Return of the King. Great time for him to come back as well with big games on the horizon. A Premier League title race that we're, we are immersed in now. And Brentford away is a tough challenge on the road to the final hurdle. Then there's Luton in midweek and then, of course, the League Cup final. So great news. Salah was right again. He is back. It'll be interesting, of course, to see how careful Jürgen Klopp is with him at the weekend. Of course, it's a lot, you know, training. He's got four days training to prove himself. So by that point, if he trains all four days, you'd imagine he must be 100% and ready to go. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that one. But yeah, fantastic news that Mohamed Salah back in training after the um, the hamstring issue that he suffered during the AFCON with Egypt. Um, he'll be devastated how the AFCON went for him personally. Of course, because he, he's such a proud Egyptian, he wanted to win it, but them's the break sometimes. But from a purely selfish Liverpool point of view, we are glad to have Mo Salah back, and he'll be a welcome addition to Liverpool's team as they te- travel down to face Brentford this weekend. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't all great news on the injury front in that training session. Um, we spoke on yesterday's show about Joe Gomez and Alison Becker being back, Connor Bradley's back as well, fantastic. However, um, Unfortunately, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Dominic like both missed the session, meaning they are both considered doubt for the weekend's game against Brentford. Um, Alexander-Arnold went off at half-time during the win over Burnley. Of course, we haven't seen Sobosleit for a while since he injured his hamstring and he was taken off. So both of them missed Tuesday's session. There's still plenty of time, of course, for them to get back and available for the weekend. But missing Tuesday probably suggests that that's a little bit of a doubt and we'll see how they go looking towards Luton and maybe the final as well. Um, I think Sebastian in particular will be a huge miss for Brentford. I think Liverpool would want, definitely want him. Alexander-Arnold, of course, fantastic player. Um, I do wonder if maybe Jäger might have even considered starting Joe Gomez anyway at right-back against Brentford given the, the way they attack. 
um, and their set piece threat. But I think Klopp would definitely want to suppose line his pressing and also his height and availability in the air as well to defend. Um, so yeah, they're both absent Tuesday. We'll keep an eye on it throughout the rest of the week. But as it stands, uh, it's looking like both of those are at least considered doubt for the weekend. Um, they have to get a couple of training sessions in before the weekend before, of course, they were considered to be fit, available and ready to play. It might be that they're getting kept on ice for that cup final. But again, you'd probably want some minutes in both of them before you start them again at Wembley on a big pitch. Um, I, you know, Coming in cold straight away into a final, that might not be ideal. So keep an eye on those two. Again, there's still time for them to get back into training this week, but as it stands, neither of them have done so. Um, next story on the agenda then. This comes from Florian Plettenberg from Sky Germany, a.k.a. Plettigol on Twitter. Friend of the show, good guy. He has been speaking, he's had an interview with Tim Steiden. Steiden? I always go Steiden. The technical director of West Ham United about reported interest in Liverpool bringing him in as their new sporting director. He says, I've heard that I'm supposed to be on the list at Liverpool. It is one of the biggest clubs in the world, so it is an honour. But so far, nobody from LFC has contacted me yet. Goes on to say he's comfortable at West Ham and he's planning for the future, etc, etc, etc. But that, so far, and yet, to begin and end that sentence, I'm not saying it's the biggest come and get me plea that anyone's put on Valentine's Day because I'm sure there'll be other come and get me pleas that'll be an offer around the country and around the globe tonight in various different guises. But this does feel very much like a come and get me plea. It very much feels like Tim has, has sprinkled the petals towards his office. He's lit a candle. There's some chocolate on. There's some Barry White playing in the background. It very much does feel like this is the, the biggest come and get me play of all time for a sporting director. Of course, you know he's done a good job at West Ham. Um, he's signed some very good players. West Ham already this summer. Kudus and Alvarez and War Prowse have all made immediate impacts. At West Ham, you look back towards the days when he he was um, he was at Leverkusen and he was at Wolfsburg as well, and he's proven there how good a, a record he's got. He signed some fantastic players uh, while at both clubs. Really, you know, he signed in Capier at Leverkusen. He's obviously involved in bringing Florian Wirtz in. Um, he had Serge Gnabry at Wolfsburg. He brought Kevin De Bruyne into Wolfsburg on loan originally from Chelsea. He signed Frimpong, um, Moussa Diaby, Patrick Stich. He, he's had loads of involvement. He was, of course, involved as well. And this is another potential thread to pull on. Um, he was part of the Leverkusen setup that brought Jabby Alonso in as their manager. Um, so obviously we're all looking ahead to Jürgen Klopp's departure from the football club and Xabi Alonso is the hot favourite to get that job if he wants it and if Liverpool want him. Maybe it would make sense to have two play- two people in two key positions who know each other, um, two people who are familiar with each other, know how each other work, etc. Because they're two massive roles to fill and Listen, Liverpool have brought strangers together in these roles before. Don't get me wrong, Michael Edwards and Jürgen Klopp had no relationship prior to that that particular um, duo coming together. Uh, the same for Julian Ward and Jürgen, really. They'd only known each other via working at Liverpool. There was no previous relationships. Um, obviously, Jörg Schmadke and Klopp had a bit of a relationship later on as, when he came on an, an interim basis. So it's another thread to pull. Maybe Liverpool and FSG go, you know what? We're replacing... In terms of um, transfer activity and player recruitment, etc., um, the two biggest positions at the football club are, are now going to be are going to be vacant or are currently vacant. Um, 
So Schneiden with with the option of Alonso makes sense. Two guys who work together, that bit of familiarity. But yeah, like I say, if Tim wants to, if he wants to make it many any more obvious, he, he might need to get a neon sign out above his head saying "Come and get me, John Henry." Because um, it does feel like that was a a bit of a "Come and get me" plea from him. But again, I think given his record of signing players in Germany um, and what he's done so far at West Ham, really good players. I'd say probably spent budgets that you know you'd probably. Fees that Liverpool kind of shopping, it was around 40 million pounds for Kudus, similar for Alvarez, but less. Ward Prowse was around 30 million pounds. So they're the, te- they're the type of fees Liverpool tend, you know, tend to spend. I know the, there was a bit of a departure from that in the summer. They, they spent a bit more, of course, on Sabor's like They were willing to spend a lot more on, on, on a Moises Casado. Um, but it does feel like, you know, his eye for the players in, that, in, the, in the market. Of, of a certain fees makes sense that they're the ones that they tend to go for. And I think, you know, Alvarez, Kudus in particular, I think they could both be easily fit in at Liverpool. You go back to the Leverkusen and stuff, Verts in particular, and Capier, they look like they could be good fits as well. So, yeah, one to keep an eye out there, Tim Schneider, it is basically, I know it sounds disrespectful to West Ham to say this, and his later comments go on to say, probably pour a bit of cold water on that, but I'm not buying it. I personally am taking it as the biggest um, come and get me plea that you can get. Let me know. On social media, if you agree with me, go and tweet us at the Red Men TV, or you can get involved in the Facebook groups, the chats over there as well. We're on Instagram. You can find me at Steve Hall. Let me know your thoughts on Tim Schneiden's comments. Right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. Plenty more action coming your way this week. There's already out right now the deep dive with Josh and with Chris. There's one on YouTube and there's one available over at redmenplus.com. As we like to, turn my lights off. It's fine. I'm in the dark. I'm on a podcast. It wouldn't have even mattered. I shouldn't have even told you. Um, I'm, I'm now podcasting in the dark. So you can put your name um, if you're envisaging what's happened there. So yeah, get ready for Wembley as well with redmenplus.com. Loads and loads of fantastic content already out, including our six-part League Cup stories documentary series. We've got interviews coming up down the line with some big hitters. More to be revealed. They'll be available on redmenplus.com as well. So get yourselves over there. Get yourselves more fantastic Liverpool content and we'll be back with another bite podcast tomorrow season a bit small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rust-oleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details